is a copyright notice, copyright 2023 by Aquatic PD, all rights reserved, no part of this publication may be reproduced or distributed or transmitted in any form or by any means without disclaimer. The information provided in this podcast is for general information purposes only. While every effort has been made to ensure the accuracy and completeness of the contents of this podcast, Aquatic PD, Katrina Van Eyck and the publisher disclaim all liability in connection with any actions taken based on the information contained here within. The advice and strategies presented in this podcast may not be suitable for every individual and they should not be considered as professional or legal advice. It is recommended that you consult with a qualified professional for any specific concerns or questions you may have. Neither Aquatic PD, Katrina Van Eyck, nor the publisher shall be held responsible for any loss or damages, whether incidental, consequential or otherwise, arising from the use or reliance upon the information presented in this podcast. Contact information for any inquiries regarding permissions please contact Aquatic PD, Katrina Van Eyck at 53 Kevin Drive, Hidden Valley, Australia, Queensland, 
instruct effectively, but also to inspire and empower our swimmers. So let's dive in and talk about our first skill, which is communication. So effective communication is the cornerstone, as we've spoken about, of swimming instruction. It allows you to establish trust and create lasting impacts on your swimmers, their families, and also your colleagues. Communication is a multifaceted process involving the exchange of information, ideas, thoughts, and also emotions. It encompasses both verbal and written communication and relies heavily on non-verbal cues such as body language, your facial expressions, your gestures, your posture, and your tone of voice. Non-verbal cues complement verbal interactions, conveying emotions, attitudes, and intentions and are essential for building rapport, trust, and empathy with your swimmers and their families. It's important to remember that effective communication is a skill that can be honed through practice, and by actively participating in the communication process, demonstrating empathy, and continually refining your communication techniques, you can form meaningful connections, establish trust, and leave a long-lasting influence on those you engage with, whether it be in and out of the pool environment. So let's concentrate now on the instructor-swimmer relationship and the communication between the two. The foundation of a fruitful swimmer-instructor relationship lies in clear and constructive communication. This enables the instructor to give precise instructions, offer guidance and motivate swimmers to perform at the best. By mastering effective communication, a supportive and engaging atmosphere is created where swimmers feel valued and motivated to improve. So both verbal and non-verbal communication are crucial in conveying messages to swimmers. The tone, the expressions and the clarity of instructions significantly influence how they are received by your swimmers. Clarity, simplicity, and repetition are key when providing instructions. Lengthy explanations should be avoided to maintain the flow of the lesson. It's important to be mindful of the quality and loudness of your voice as it impacts how your swimmers interpret your instructions. Nonverbal cues such as gestures, demonstrations, and physical cues complement verbal communication. These reinforce instructions and provide a more comprehensive learning experience. Personalised gestures that are aligned with your teaching style enhance the understanding for your swimmers. Additionally, observing swimmers' body language offers valuable insights into their emotions and needs, enabling you to have quick adaption of your teaching methods to be able to help your swimmers learn effectively. So using strategic questioning encourages active participation and self-assessment for your swimmers. The types of questions you can ask your swimmers include closed, questions, open questions, leading questions, and recall or process questions. These elicit various levels of responses, facilitating deeper understanding and reflection from your swimmers. Individual check-ins with your swimmers are vital as well for understanding your swimmers' needs. One-on-one conversations allows for addressing concerns and providing additional support. Active listening, empathy and validation strengthen your trust and create a safe environment for your swimmer's growth. Positive reinforcement and encouragement are also essential. So praise the effort 
over the results motivates your swimmers to, to persevere, fostering a positive and supportive atmosphere. Adaptive communication is also great for diverse groups. So by understanding each swimmer's pace and needs, it allows you to offer tailored instruction. By acknowledging success based on individual goals, an inclusive environment is established. And when working with children, age-appropriate language is crucial. Simplified instructions using familiar vocabulary for that age enhance comprehension and inclusivity. Building this trust involves demonstrating your competence, your consistency and empathy. Continuous professional development enhances your credibility. Consistency in meeting expectations establishes reliability. And empathy fosters an environment where swimmers feel heard and valued. Effective communication is the linchpin of a positive learning environment. By employing these strategies, instructors can establish strong connections and empower their swimmers to reach their goals. It's a continuous process that requires active listening, empathy and adaption, ultimately creating an atmosphere where swimmers can thrive and succeed. So now we're going to concentrate on communication between the instructor and the swimmers' families. So effective communication between staff or instructors and parents is essential and must be respectful and open. By understanding that parents are motivated by their children's best interests, you can approach conversations with a collaborative mindset to support the swimmer's progress. Listening attentively to parents, much like handling a customer complaint, is crucial. You need to ask them clarifying questions and summarise their concerns to confirm that you understand what they're saying. Provide straightforward answers without resorting to complex swimming terminology and use everyday scenarios to make explanations more accessible. As a qualified expert, educate your parents on proper swimming techniques and set an example of correct behaviour around the swimmers and their families. You need to display professionalism, patience and respect in all your interactions. Now, we need to acknowledge that parents may face external challenges and this can affect their behaviour and communication. You need to show empathy, you need to seek to understand their perspective and offer support and resources if appropriate. In heated or emotionally charged conversations, maintain composure and focus on the issue at hand. Avoid any personal attacks and listen attentively. If necessary and you can't resolve the situation, refer the parent to your facility manager or a designated grievance officer in the swim centre or facility for further resolution. Remember, effective communication with parents is vital for a positive swimmer-parent-instructor relationship. Practice the act of listening. Use clear language. Serve as a role model. Consider external factors and remain calm in challenging situations. These actions will cultivate a healthy and collaborative communication environment with your swimmer's parents. All right, next I want to touch on connection. Building personal connections with your swimmers is a vital aspect of effective instruction. This goes beyond casual interactions, delving deep into understanding, trust and the emotional responses of your swimmers. Such connections not only enhance trust but also improve your swimmer's performance. 
So a personal connection is a meaningful bond that involves genuine appreciation, empathy and shared experiences between you and the swimmer. Establishing this connection is like a game of tennis where the swimmer initiates interaction and the instructor responds, creating a back and forth dynamic. Genuine bonds are built on authenticity, trust and mutual respect. Your emotional connection is key, requiring active listening and empathy. So both parties should feel seen, heard and valued. Trust and vulnerability are also crucial and they create a safe space for open communication. Developing deep connections takes time and effort and regular communication. So support, empowerment and celebrating successes are vital aspects to develop deep connections. Consistent nurturing of the connection also ensures its longevity. Nonverbal communication, including body language, is as important as verbal communication. Recognising subtle changes in a swimmer's behaviour is crucial in understanding their feelings and concerns. So engaging with your swimmers on a personal level through active listening and open-ended questions strengthens the instructor-swimmer bond. Regular check-ins with individual swimmers also offers an opportunity to address any concerns and provide any additional support that your swimmers need as well. So your swimmers may not be able to tell you how they are feeling or if something is scaring them. Research shows that up until about the age of 10, it is hard for kids to be able to express feelings. So we can prompt them by saying, are you happy or you're sad? But for our kids, it's actually difficult for them to name their feelings. So if we ask them, you know, how are you feeling? They may not be able to respond and tell us that they're scared or they're worried about an activity that we're doing in the water. But you can pick up and recognise their feelings and understand what's going on by recognising the subtle changes in your swimmer's body language and behaviour. This can take time to master, especially when some changes are really subtle. So you can start practising by observing your swimmer's completing an easy activity which they know well, and then progress them to a more challenging activity. When you progress into the new challenging activity, have a look to see what in their body language changes. So does their facial expression change or does their muscles tighten, etc. You can take this knowledge into your teaching, especially when teaching a new skill. Allow you to quickly understand how your swimmer is feeling in the situation and adapt your teaching as needed. So instructors play a crucial role in fostering personal connection with swimmers. Effective communication, empathy and active engagement are key elements and building trust and understanding through genuine interactions leads to a positive and impactful teaching environment, ultimately contributing to your swimmers' growth and success. Now research also shows that swimmers are leaving the sport in their early teens because of factors like the sport becomes less fun, their lives become busier and they're looking to participate in team sports more than individual events. As instructors, we know the benefits of swimming and we want to keep swimmers in the sport for as long as possible so we can teach them the skills to stay safe in an aquatic environment while also connecting swimmers from their learn-to-swim classes to their next adventure in swimming. So to do this, we need to generate an environment where your swimmers feel valued, engaged and where they have fun. It plays to be creative and adaptive in the ways you instruct and open a world of opportunities for your swimmers because following that black line is not the only way they can achieve success in aquatics. 
So it's vital to understand that you may connect with a swimmer straight away and they'll thrive under your leadership, while others may take time to warm to you. You need to have the patience and perseverance to continue to work on building a connection and trust with all your swimmers. Your teaching style may also clash with the swimmer and you both may not work well together. This doesn't mean you're a bad teacher. We don't get along with everyone in our personal lives either. What it does mean, though, is you need to look at the options you have and what would be the best outcome for this swimmer. So whether you need to move them to another group, whether you need to adapt your teaching style more or find out a bit more about the swimmer, you've got to check with your facility and swim school management, find out what options you have there. All right, now I want to touch on building trust with your swimmers. So trust serves as a foundation for your swimmer's sense of safety, support and confidence in their abilities. So when swimmers trust their instructor, they're more engaged and willing to take risks. They're open to learning and believe in their capacity to achieve their goals, which for me, that's an all-round great situation. Safety and security are paramount in establishing trust. Swimmers need to feel genuinely cared for and supported allowing them to explore new experiences and challenging themselves without fear of judgment or any major consequences. Open and honest communication is crucial as well, so your swimmers feel comfortable expressing concerns, asking questions and seeking any guidance. This open line of communication enables better understanding of each swimmer's needs and enables you to give tailored feedback and support. Consistency, reliability and integrity is vital in building trust. When promises are consistently delivered and your actions align with your teaching philosophy, swimmers develop a sense of loyalty and connection to you. This bond creates a supportive and nurturing environment where swimmers feel valued and understood. Competence, consistency and empathy are key elements in building trust. Ongoing professional development enhances credibility and trust and meeting commitments and setting clear expectations for your swimmers establishes reliability. While demonstrating genuine care and support through active listening and empathy creates an environment where swimmers feel heard and valued. Inconsistencies though, like the lack of transparency, unreliability and other actions can potentially undermine the trust that you've built with your swimmers. So creating a nurturing environment involves fostering a positive, supportive atmosphere. So using things like games and drills should be engaging and motivating, allowing for skill progression. Encouraging risk-taking and learning from mistakes helps your swimmers grow and establishing a positive culture in your lessons encourages teamwork and mutual respect. Providing personalised feedback and recognition fosters a sense of pride and motivation in your swimmers and relating your feedback to real-life situations that your swimmers might have experienced allows for meaningful learning from your swimmers. So building connections with your swimmers requires dedication, adaptability and genuine care. And by prioritising trust-building strategies and creating a nurturing learning environment, you can enhance your swimmers' experience, contribute to their personal growth and foster lasting connections with your swimmers. When you build trust with your swimmers, they know you want the best for them and you won't be putting them in dangerous situations. And next we're going to talk about problem-solving skills. 
So effective problem solving is a crucial skill for swimming instructors as it enables them to address challenges that swimmers encounter during lessons, ensuring a safe and productive learning environment. So the first step in problem solving is recognising the specific challenges swimmers face. So these can range from technical difficulties with strokes to overcoming fear or building confidence in the water. Remember, each swimmer is unique and their differences may require tailored solutions from you. An effective instructor assesses the needs and abilities of each swimmer and provides them with personalised guidance and support. So to be able to use problem-solving techniques, instructions need a solid understanding of the correct swimming techniques and principles. This allows them to diagnose any issues accurately and offer adaptive solutions for their swimmers. So by participating in continuous professional development, you ensure that you stay up to date with the latest teaching methods and industry needs. Articulating your instructions and feedback clearly is also vital. Your swimmers should easily comprehend what's being asked of them and how to implement corrections. All feedback that you give should be specific and constructive and highlighting what the swimmer is doing well and what in their swimming requires improvement. This helps them to understand how to progress in their learning. As instructors, you need to be supportive and encouraging, especially when a swimmer is struggling with a particular skill or technique. Providing in this time positive reinforcement can boost your swimmer's confidence and motivation. Now, complex skills should be broken down into manageable components. This makes it easier for the swimmers to focus on the specific elements and gradually build up their confidence to complete the skill. Visual aids such as diagrams or videos can be invaluable in demonstrating proper techniques and providing clear visual reference for swimmers to understand and then also emulate when they swim. Problem solving in swimming instruction is a dynamic process that requires a combination of your technical expertise, effective communication, adaptability and your genuine concern for the well-being and progress of each swimmer. With these skills under your belt, you can create a positive and productive learning environment. And then lastly, we're going to talk about cultural sensitivity and inclusivity. In the dynamic world of swimming, embracing cultural sensitivity and inclusivity isn't just an option. It's now a necessity of effective instruction. Just as each swimmer is unique, their backgrounds, their beliefs and their cultural perspectives are equally diverse. Now, a great swimming instructor recognises this diversity and strives to create an environment where everyone feels valued and respected. Inclusivity involves adapting your teaching methods to cater for the various cultural backgrounds of your swimmers, ensuring that all your swimmers can engage and progress at their own pace. Being culturally sensitive means acknowledging and respecting the differences in your swimmers while also fostering a sense of unity among your swimmers and among the class. By doing all of this, you lay the foundation for a supportive swimming community that celebrates diversity. All right, so in this episode, we've spoken about the intricate world of effective communication and relationship building in swimming instruction. We've explored communication between a swimmer and the instructor 
as well as communication between the instructor and the swimmers' families. We've tapped into what is connection and how to use it to build trust with your swimmers, how to effectively problem solve, and why we need to build a culturally sensitive and inclusive environment in our swimming lessons. Next month, we're going to dive into another crucial aspect of teaching, and this is going to be our safety and preparedness skills. These skills are paramount for keeping your swimmers and their families safe while they attend your facility, as well as keeping you prepared for any situation that could affect your learning environment. Now, we hope you thoroughly enjoyed this episode, and please reach out to us with any questions or comments you may have, as we greatly appreciate your feedback. Now, make sure again that you save the date for our next episode. And in the meantime, keep refining your teaching Paris. And remember the profound influence you have on your swimmers' lives. Stay dedicated and persist in being the exceptional swimming instructor that we know you are. We greatly appreciate you taking the time to connect with the Aquatic PD podcast. And for more in-depth learning and knowledge on these topics that we've spoken about today, please explore our specialised courses available at aquaticpd.com. Your commitment to professional growth is truly commendable.